0: And welcome to Cutting Fruit. A podcast on mental health, motherhood, and life. I'm CK. I'm Ariel. Are you hungry? We're We're Cutting cutting Fruit! fruit. (laughs) I love it. That's so funny. It has very, like, happy, happy Asian... Mom, so. Yeah,
1: that's exactly what I <laughs> Cutting fruit, come eat, baby. <laughs> we are back to the cutting fruit pod. Hey, <laughs> how's everything going over there in SoCal? Ooh, SoCal lately, huh?
0: It's been—we've finally gotten some sunshine after like oh. hella rain. I don't—I appreciate it. I was telling, I was talking with a parent at the school I work at, and we both decided it was, like, one of those, like, need
1: it but don't want. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, my <laughs> we god, We need
0: it. But definitely yeah. all of the memes, like, just the really cringy, like, LA people in the rain memes yes. are yes. incredibly accurate now. <laughs> So, we got some sunshine. It was gorgeous the past couple of days. Um,
1: so nice.
0: So nice. And then I, I finally, I started rock climbing again. I went and got. Okay. Yeah, I went and, like, got my membership back at the climbing gym I used to go to close by. And it's kind of, I don't know, It was it was just really fun doing something that was just purely, like, I want to do this. This is just for me. Like I know keeping my body healthy and all of that stuff is like, ultimately like, you know, it's for my family too,
1: but mm-hmm.
0: choosing the recreational activity, like that's my call. And yeah, I, I hate the gym. Um, running <laughs> makes me want to puke and yeah. I love hiking, but at the same time, I'm just get, I get really lazy. And so, yeah, it was really fun to just go and like play like just be silly and like fall off of stuff and yeah that's was, a
1: good definitely have to go together at some point oh my god and, yeah um sure maybe I haven't like ever officially quit climbing or anything but I'm definitely not strong half <laughs> the time when I go when I'm going with Ryan or whatever I'm like chasing Kai around the gym <laughs> so it's it's more me chasing after Kai than it is me climbing so um, I still think it would be it would be very fun for us to go together. One of these yes. days when I'm back. we need we we
0: need to we'll pull off a mom climbing date where it's just it's just us. <laughs> Let's do it. <laughs> we'll we'll make make it a date. Yes. So that that's been that's been my week. Um yeah, just really enjoying the weather. Oh, Excited so- to climb some more because I'm on spring break this week. So I'm gonna try and, and get in get in there a couple more times and then yeah. yeah
1: that's it. How about you? How are you doing over there in SLC? (laughs) (laughs) Oh my goodness. So I think similarly to California where everybody's like kind of tired of rain but also you know it's the same thing for us over here except we are like so tired of snow. Oh my goodness. Some of the ski resorts over here um, got like over over 800 inches of snow this year and that's like record-breaking yeah I can't even fathom 800 inches 800 feet of snow which is like (gasps) insane how much snow in one season seeing as like the past few years like we've had some decent years but then like before that it was just some like really terrible just really hot lots of inversion but right now there's just like even today and tomorrow we're supposed to have this big snowstorm and it's we're all so tired of it because like it's (laughs) spring everybody's like yay happy spring it's snowing Uh, so yeah it's it's fine over here we're (laughs) we're just inside still you know (laughs) it's fine
0: how do you like what do you do for yourself when you're stuck in the snow like what what do you guys
1: do honestly we just go out in the snow (laughs) just suck it up (laughs) yeah I just you know I I spend the 10 minutes getting Kai into all of this snow gear and then I put the harness on the dog I put her dog sweater on and we just we just go in the snow (laughs) you know what kudos hats off like literally
0: um one of my one of my friends came and visited yes no Friday Friday and and she's like, Oh yeah, what do you want to do? And I was like, Well, you know, I was like, we can it depends on what the weather's like. Thursday it said it's supposed to rain, but if it does, if it's not mushy <laughs> <laughs> If it's not mushy, maybe we can go for a walk. You're <laughs> <laughs> all putting kind of snow good. I'm like, it's mushy.
1: <laughs> hey, mushy's pretty bad to you though, when it's like you know, if it's too muddy or if it's too yucky. too, It's, like, too gross for normal shoes, but you feel kind of silly wearing, like, boots or rain boots. Yeah, yeah. Or whatever, it's like that know? weird in-between. Yeah, exactly. hmm hmm Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, we're good. We're still cold. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, you know, it's good for the state, you know? We keep just saying exactly. that it's, it's good for the lake, it's good for the mountains you know
0: yeah yeah see we need it we're finally like the reservoirs are all filled up over here it's it's a good thing it's it's (laughs) that's just what we have to keep telling ourselves that exactly exactly I feel like that's like being a mom too (laughs) oh my gosh
1: yes
0: (laughs) you're right it's all good it's a good thing we need you need it you need it We need it. It's a good
1: thing. Yeah, it's it's like temper tantrums, right? You're like, okay, this is developmentally appropriate. It's okay. It's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Big feelings. It's fine. (laughs) (laughs) We're learning still. It's okay. (laughs) Yep weather and babies same thing.
0: Oh my word.
1: When do you when do you feel like that started for you? Uh the tamper tantrum? No, 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 the it's okay. It's good for us. It's okay. Oh, like that. I feel like that
0: started that's I, that started when I had to give up food.
1: food for Oh my god. Yes. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's that's it. When you start thinking about like okay, I can't have sushi. Exactly, that's get, the one. <laughs> when I get pho, I have to get the the bean sprouts on the side. Yes. <laughs> uh, it's all good. It's all gonna be okay. Although I gotta say, so when I first got pregnant, uh, I was, um, I was freaking out. I guess. <laughs> for me when i got pregnant it was you know for for me and ryan we were like okay we're going to um we're just going to stop not trying right we'll yeah. see what happens and then literally like bam one month later i had this <laughs> this positive pregnancy test i was like oh my gosh what's happening
0: <laughs> what what year was that was that already 2020
1: um, or was that 20, it was 2021. Okay. Okay. Yeah. 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 Uh, I was born 2021. So yeah, it was the yeah. beginning of the mm-hmm. year. Right. The beginning of the year. <laughs> and you know, I was so naive. I was like, Oh, you know, we're in a whole new year. COVID will go away and it'll be <laughs> fine. And you know, we're going to, we're going to, by the time I'm having this baby, I'll be in the hospital. And everything will be normal. And we can have visitors. Yeah, no, none of that was. <laughs> I, I was pushing with an N95 on my face. Oh, that's right. Wait. Okay. So your your pregnancy was still
0: very much a COVID pregnancy. That yes, like COVID COVID era pregnancy. What was that like?
1: Oh like, my goodness. Uh, you know, what's being pregnant like for you. <laughs> During all of that too, you know, apart from it, you know, being terrible because you're pregnant. <laughs> okay. It's not true for everybody. I know some people love being pregnant. I did not. And not because you know, I, I didn't get super sick. I didn't, you know, I don't think either of us really had like big, big issues with like nausea or uh, mm-hmm. Gravity, right? Where, but oh gosh, I just feel like I was so uncomfortable the whole time.
0: That's what I remember you saying. It was like the discomfort of it, because I don't remember you ever. You, I remember something that did stand out to me about when you were like, especially in your first trimester, was that you never threw up, and we were laughing about how proud we were of you because you (laughs) absolutely abhor throw up, like you hate throw up, and it's like you somehow
1: manifested that for yourself, (laughs) like a throw up free. Yeah, totally. Like still absolutely terrified to try and have another because I'm like, it's not going to be the same. <laughs> <sighs> but yeah, so apart from, you know, pregnancy being pregnancy, um, having a COVID pregnancy was like uh, just, you know, nothing I had ever imagined for myself. Mm. Um, anything that I had ever thought when I was younger like okay you know someday I'll get pregnant I'm gonna have this baby but you know this pregnancy I'm gonna like go to Disneyland I'm gonna walk around and that'll be sort of like my exercise and I'll just like hang out on the benches and enjoy the parades or whatever or um, you know I'll, I'll be able to hang out with family or with friends or whatever mm-hmm. you know, because of COVID you know, I guess Disneyland was technically open, but I also live in Salt Lake City. So, (laughs) you know, being pregnant in COVID, that means I can't like easily go back and forth because there's that, you know, well, you know, I don't want to get sick. I'm more, you know, immunocompromised than I normally am and, you know, all that. And so I was stuck at home um, by myself. It was like just me and Ryan and the dog Yuzu (laughs) and so it was just honestly very lonely because none of what I imagined it was going to be like for myself in previous years it just wasn't anything close to what Mm. I thought it was going to be and I think that was the hardest part for me to sort of um get my head around I guess
0: yeah I can imagine I mean something that's that I started realizing or started thinking and I realized this while I was pregnant and this sounds so dismal, but like, in like a sad, but beautiful way. But like, it's just like, you're always going to be grieving something. Like the moment that you get pregnant, it's just like, Oh, like my old, this old version of me is like being like, you know, it's gone. I have this new version that's, you know, going to be wonderful and exciting, but at the same time, you still kind of miss like, there's going to be something that you're going to miss. Right.
1: Absolutely. That, you know, and old versions of yourself. And also just because, you know, getting pregnant and moving into this new, like, phase of life is just such a big change from where you were before that even your friendships change. Yeah. Yeah. You know? And that, that's a whole thing that we'll also get into at some point. But um, that that's, that's another big thing, too, because it's, you know, you... you as a mom, you talk about certain things, right. Mm -hmm. (laughs) With your friends, or there's, there are certain things that are going on in your life, you know, and for me, it's almost all Khi related, right? Mm -hmm. Like, well, I don't know, you know, I have my work. And when I'm at work, I can sort of turn off my mom brain and start going back into all my music stuff. Um, but in general, you know, at the end of the day, if I talk to like my parents or I'm talking to Ryan or I'm talking to uh, my sister in law or something, I, it's always about Kai. What Kai did today, what, we, what I did with Kai, what the dog and I did with Kai. <laughs> and that's really hard to do with um, people that aren't parents already because they're, you know, you don't really know what you're doing. Or you, you don't really really know what it's like unless you have one of your own. Does that make yeah. Sense? But yeah, so I, I guess kind of when I was pregnant, I, I kind of felt that a lot. Mm. I that I was going to be moving into this new new um, phase, mm-hmm. and I think that was like that was definitely a little hard for me um and that's also part of the reason why I was so thrilled when you told me you were pregnant <laughs> yes because <laughs> we're going into this new phase together which was which was super awesome yeah
0: except I didn't realize I was pregnant until I that's- was like pregnant for like two months That's still yeah. I still can't wrap my freaking mind around it honestly I've thought like i I've thought this, like, so many times, but I was just like, man, I was like, I feel like pregnancy, like, low-key just, like, radicalized me further because (laughs) when I was, I, so Kevin and I started, we decided, like, okay, like, yeah, we want a kid, sure, and so we, like, went off birth control, and I didn't get pregnant until, like, several months, a good handful of months later. Um, and I don't, I think Jace is kind of considered a pandemic, like a pandemic maybe like, but, um, initially we wanted to start trying in 2020 after we, we had a whole trip planned out to Spain (laughs) and that was like, that was going to be just like the, that was supposed to be the turning point. Like I was going to go to Spain, I was going to eat all the food, I was going to drink all the drinks, and then... (laughs) We were gonna come home and I was gonna just like be a healthy girl and make a baby but pandemic <laughs> happened <laughs> and then none of that transpired instead of going to Spain we had to like like freak out and fly his sister back who was in Spain for school so we flew sister back from Spain instead of us flying to Spain to visit oh her oh my gosh and just like watched the world you know do what the world did during the pandemic and it was like uh having a baby just kidding not right now yeah <laughs> um, but then at the end it was at the end of 2020 and like the November December months mm-hmm. um that's and I think what what happened was that both of us kept working um
1: mm-hmm.
0: and I kept teaching in person um and so I don't think it was that I got desensitized to like the chaos ensuing but I think I learned to live with it for sure um and so it was like okay you know what I was like if we want to have a kid we do want to have a kid I was like I'm not getting any younger so we're just gonna try and have a kid now like why not
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah
0: like this is the world right now this is the world we live in we're gonna keep living our lives right. and so kind of assuming that like oh you know I'm still pretty young. We're both very healthy. So yeah, shouldn't shouldn't be too complicated, right? But mm-hmm. just nothing happened until I freaking quit my teaching job that I was teaching at before. And like within weeks of <laughs> quitting that job, I got pregnant. And so it was just like it was such a wild time cuz I didn't realize how much stress I was under.
1: Yeah, and stress during, during
0: those months. Huge difference. Huge difference. And it truly was like, I, I sent in my resignation. I felt this like big weight just like lift off my shoulders. I was on summer break. <laughs> I had a new job lined up and I was completely stress-free for a little yeah. bit. Your body was like, I'm ready. Yeah, it was like, oh, we can make a baby now. And so, <laughs> so, so we, you know, but I didn't realize I was pregnant because – Just, like, similar to you, like, I didn't – my first trimester was not, like, your Hollywood-esque – she wakes up in the morning, feels like like crap, throws up in the toilet, and is like, I think I'm pregnant. Like, none of that. Like, what happened was we went out with friends, we went out to dinner, and then I came home and felt so gross afterwards – and was like, oh, like, this isn't – I think I have food poisoning. And mm-hmm. it was like that for two two weeks. And two then I was weeks. like, oh, my food. gosh, this isn't food poisoning. Now I have IBS. And now I thought I had IBS for another two weeks. And I was calling my friends, and I was just Googling everything. And I was, like, so convinced until I one day was like, Kevin, I hate onions. I hate garlic. Don't fry any food around me ever. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, so after after calling you and our and my other friend and getting the pregnancy test, I was like, oh wow, I've been pregnant for a full month and I didn't even know. Like,
1: <laughs> I know I remember we were talking about. Like, I think at some point we were trying to figure out like how far along you were. We're like, yeah. your last period, and she, you were like, uh, uh, I don't know. Truly,
0: truly, truly. and like. Oh my goodness, like, not safe for work comment, but truly, like, the only way I was able to kind of just assume how far along I was, was to, like, think back to, like, the last time we had sex, and I was completely stress-free in all areas. I was like, that was probably the night. that was probably it. No, there we go. That was, I was on vacation in Palm Springs. It was a great time. Like (laughs) that's probably what it was. There we go. Yeah. (laughs) But yeah, just completely, completely out of, felt like out of the blue for me too. And then for another two more months, because I was in between, I was starting a new job and something fell through with the insurance. I was uninsured. So I was, I was pregnant for a full month without knowing and then pregnant for another two months with no insurance. Oh my goodness. And so I'm telling you, like freaking that it whole experience just like made me more radical. Like it truly really did. Oh, and totally. so I I was just like, oh my gosh, like what like what if there was something wrong with the b like what if the, what if it was not a healthy pregnancy? What if it wasn't viable for like me or baby? Like yeah, what if Like, all of these what ifs, like, and I just had to trust, I just kept telling myself, like, my grandma gave birth without, like, my great grandparents gave birth without giving, uh, without knowing what the baby looked like. They didn't have ultrasound, blah, blah, blah. Like, I had to just, like, dig deep into, like, the knowledge and wisdom of my ancestors because truly that was the only thing I had. And I, like, I was, I was looking into, like, maybe, like, you know, going, checking, getting a checkup at, like, Planned Parenthood and stuff like that just to... Just to see what they, because I know that they also provide yeah, uh, assistance, you know, for mothers who do want to keep their babies and do yeah. want to have a healthy pregnancy. And that was, like, my only, truly, like, one of my only other options as an uninsured pregnant mama who wanted to keep her freaking baby. Right.
1: So, okay. yeah. Say, you played it so cool, though. <laughs> like, I remember our text. You, you would tell me, like. I I don't remember you, it was stuff like, well, for, for breakfast, all I wanted was toast or like, you know, (laughs) stuff like that. But (laughs) you're always like so calm and collected and just like, you know what? We'll see him or we'll see. We didn't know it was him for a while, but (laughs) yeah, we'll see it when we see it, you know? And so like your calm, I feel like rubbed off onto me and it made me feel a little bit better. I had no idea that you were, like, that concerned. I think, I don't know if I was
0: concerned. I think I was just pissed at the mm. situation that I was in because of, you know, just, like, the lack of the lack of support that mothers have in this country. Oh, yeah. And so, because I, I don't know, like, I was just trusting my gut, and I felt healthy, and it felt okay, and so I was just kind of going and riding that wave. Right. Um, but, I mean, talking to you was something that actually helped keep me calm, too, because, like I was able to be like all right what is this what's happening now like and so <laughs> having you like kind of uh like charting the course was definitely <laughs> super helpful while I was pregnant too um but yeah so that was that was the that was the whole like pregnancy
1: vibe for me yeah your your experience was, is just so crazy to me because you know i i feel like you know, for for most people, once they find out they're pregnant, I know for me, I like almost immediately called um, uh, like the the office to figure out like, hey, when can I get seen? When do I like do any of this stuff? And they're like, "Um, we don't want to see you until you're 10 weeks and you're like three and a half. So (laughs) yeah. So for me, I was like waiting and counting down on those 10 weeks. And I feel like we didn't see or do anything with Jace. You were like 22 weeks or something, something like really far along.
0: I was far enough along. Yeah. So pretty much what happened was when I finally got, when I finally got my insurance and it, and like the sad thing too, is like, I, I couldn't, well, I mean, I could have probably like gotten on on hr because i was like bugging them and they're like oh there's nothing we can do either because it's just it's stuck in the in between or whatever it's pending for everybody and it wasn't just mine it was all the new employees so we were all stuck in this health insurance limbo oh gosh and because it was a new job and I felt that pressure to perform. I didn't want to tell them I was pregnant because the school year had just started. Right. And yeah. so the school year had just started. I was this new teacher and I just didn't want to be like, you hey, guess what? <laughs> I'm pregnant. <laughs> But it, it, like, I mean, it ended up being totally fine. Like they were so supportive and they still yeah. gave me, even though I was new, they gave me all of the benefits yeah. that, you know, so they would have given someone who had been there already for a full year. So it ended up being like a really great thing once everything kicked in, yeah. but nothing kicked in until I was 20 some weeks because it was like, I was 18 weeks. They saw me at 18 weeks and then they were like, all right, well, we'll see you in two weeks so we can get the ultrasound for his assigned gender. And I was like, yeah, wait, what? what <laughs> like, it was like <laughs> bad. So freaking bad, and so we were just like, "Yeah, just tell us, like,
1: it's fine." <laughs> yeah, that's right. Oh my. God. <laughs> yeah. So it's very
0: much like that back to back, um, but honestly, like, I don't know. I I always kind of felt this very like, just like for the for for the most part, and I think it was truly because of because I had you and I had like other friends who that I was close to that were just. Just a handful of months ahead. That was something that was really grounding for me
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, while I was pregnant. I remember we I we visited you, we visited you guys over. Um, I was like I was what like maybe, I think you were 30, like twenty five ish weeks.
1: Oh oh yeah yeah. When
0: we visited you over, it was like over Labor Day weekend or it was like in September because we were both pregnant.
1: Yes. And I remember
0: thinking to myself, because I was barely showing, but I had, like, the little bump. Yeah. And you had your cute baby bump. And I was so happy that I could freaking rock this baby, tiny <laughs> baby bump that I had, because I had been hiding it at work. I hadn't told yeah. work yet. It, it was, was that rough. soon. Yeah. And um, and I remember we went on, like, a little hike, and you were like, you guys want some apples? And I was like, oh, my God, yeah, I would love some apples, thinking that you had legit, like, actual, like round apples in like the backpack <laughs> for us to munch on and you brought out cut apples and, was like, <gasps> and for some reason these were like the best freaking tasting apples that I had had in so long Yeah, apples. and I was just like sitting there like munching these apples that you cut for us and like <laughs> like feeling all special and like warm and fuzzy and then when I had come home I started cutting apples too like Kevin I'd be like "He Kevin wants some apples and like I would cut the apple And then it hit me, I was like, oh, my God, Ariel cut the apples, and now I'm cutting apples. And, like, we're moms, and this is what Asian moms do when they love their kids. I was like, is this why we're cutting fruit now?
1: Like, we're cutting all of the fruit.
0: (laughs) And it was, like, this moment of realization, like, that just dawned on me. That was just like, oh, my God, you're a mom.
1: (laughs) (laughs) That was it.
0: that was it it really like I sat I stood there in my kitchen like a cut like the week after visiting you cutting like a freaking orange and was like wow (laughs) (laughs) we are moms
1: like thinking of you cutting the apple for us when we went hiking (laughs) and and now that's what we do for our kids truly yes (laughs) although I You just give Jace a banana now, right? I just
0: give Jace a banana. I also just gave him a strawberry for kicks after the farmers market. He ate it like it was an apple. It was the cutest thing. Like he held it. And then he ate it. Just like took little bites out of it. It was like holding it was like those huge farmers market strawberries. And he was so happy. He was just like just and he killed it. He ate the whole thing and then popped the leaves into his (laughs) mouth. I tried that out for a little bit. And then, like, I was just like, can you, bleh. And so he spit it out. And I was like, yeah, you don't want that one. Yeah, that part of your face is good. But, yes. So, side note, that's why this is called the Cutting Fruit Podcast. Woo! Because of, of that realization <laughs> after visiting Ariel was like, oh, my gosh. We are cutting fruits. We love each other. <laughs> we are mom's cutting fruit. Yes um yeah and also there's like a lot of really beautiful um like beautiful like articles and stuff that a lot of kids of like Asian immigrants have written about like how so many of their like warm fuzzy childhood memories are of their parents like coming in and like handing them a bowl of cut fruit um yeah yeah. and that's like something I realized too every time my mom like asks like when we've thrown like even just like for Jace, like when we like we were planning like his parties and stuff, she's like, "What do you want?" I was like, "Can you just cut fruit? Like, can you just can you cut some fruit for us?" Because even though like I I'm a mom now and I can cut my own fruit, it's just different. It's special. <laughs>
1: oh, totally. You know, it's it's so funny because when you when you approached me and then told me what you wanted to name the podcast, I was like, "Oh my gosh, I had never realized that before." But you were so exactly right. And then after after you, we like talked about it, um, like I started to notice stuff. I, and I, I was thinking like, oh, yeah, when I was little, my grandma would like peel grapes for me. I don't know how she did it, but I used to eat grapes with no skin. Yeah. <laughs> and like. Um, and there was one night where my family and I were like watching a movie and my brother came up to me with this big Oro Blanco and then he just like brought a knife and he like pushed it towards me and he gave me this like smile. And I was like, oh yeah, I'll peel it for you. I was like, oh, <laughs> yes. <laughs> it just <laughs> like started clicking over and over and over again. I was like, oh yeah, cutting fruit. Mm-hmm. 100%. It's a love language. It yeah. really is. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so if someone, if if a friend came and told you that they were pregnant, what like what advice would you give them? Let's see, let's categorize it. What is like, what's like a practical advice you, that you'd give them? What is like an emotional or like, mental health support advice you'd give them? And then like, what's one like pregnancy item that you would like suggest that they get?
1: Mm, good questions.
0: The practical advice that I'd give them, and it sounds cliche. But I would tell them to sleep as much as possible. And it's like, and it's funny because like, I feel, I feel bad telling a pregnant person this because it is hard to sleep. Yeah. It gets, I mean, like it gets hard to sleep, but you can still sleep on your own time, like as much as you can. Yes. (laughs) And I feel like even with the, like, even with having it rough, like trying to fall asleep, I still got better sleep. Yeah. When I was (laughs) pregnant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> then after I was pregnant. Um so that would be my practical advice would be sleep as much as you can. Mm-hmm. And um and I think my like emotional and like mental health support yeah. advice would probably be to start like to start gathering your village while you're pregnant. Yeah, I know we mentioned this in like uh, the previous episode, but it really does start once you're pregnant, like figuring out who is going to be in your corner once baby arrives. And it's interesting because it might change, like the people that you think are going to be in your corner when baby arrives might not be at capacity might dip out. Yeah, but (laughs) it's like. If you can at least start getting, like, a solid, like, three, four, five people in your corner, that makes a huge difference. Right. Then if you didn't or if you're, like, scrambling to find people to talk to or, you know, to, you know, just be your friend, like, (laughs) once you have a baby. Yeah. Um, yeah. Mm -hmm. And so, like, to start that process when you're pregnant makes a big difference. Yeah. In like your even in like your mental and emotional wellness while you're pregnant too, yeah. Um, so that would be that, um, and <laughs> a really good water bottle, <laughs> like a water bottle with a straw, because you have to drink so much freaking water when you're pregnant, and then you have to drink so much freaking water. Like if you're choosing to breastfeed, you have to drink so much freaking water, and then if you're just trying to to be hydrated with a child. Around, like, to unscrew something and try to drink out of that while you're holding a baby, no go. Like, you yeah. need a good water bottle with a
1: straw so <laughs> you can open or or use with one hand. Yeah, exactly. I have like
0: the I have like the hydro fl- like hydro flask that has like it looks like a straw, like it looks like a, a hydro flask version of like a fast food cup. Oh, that's, well, there you go. That's what sustained me through through all of it. Yeah. Like, I would take my big, like, hydroflask jug to work, and then I would have another one in the car ready for me when I got home. Because also, I was just a punk, and I didn't, while I was pregnant, didn't like the water at work. And so I <laughs> had to bring my water from home. Hey, LA That's... water is totally different. I get It's not, yeah, it's not <laughs> as good. <laughs> it didn't taste good. And then being pregnant, like, your taste buds are, like next level so yeah i i lived by like my emotional support water bottles plural Mm -hmm. got me through (laughs) got me through it so those are like yeah those are the three things um but yeah what about you like practical advice like what would you
1: tell someone who let's see um Go see movies. <laughs> oh my God. Go see a freaking movie, Matt. Because I mean, especially if you don't live like near parents or easy babysitters or whatever, like I do, I live close to like nobody who would be able to just come and like, mm. watch Kai or even just be at the house while he's sleeping because he sleeps, he, he like knocks out like a rock, right? Yeah. But I don't have anybody like that. So Ryan and I have not gone to the movies. in a long time oh my word that's something i actually really miss like to go and get yourself a popcorn and then just like enjoy this huge ass screen yes yeah so as silly as that might seem go watch a movie it's gonna be really hard to do (laughs) later And, and honestly the uh the um the drive to go and see a movie whenever you have the time to do it is also going to be like nil once you're here.
0: (laughs) Yes. I love that. That's a good one. Yeah.
1: Go see a movie.
0: Go see a movie. That's yep. Mm -hmm. Okay. What about mental and emotional health?
1: Mentally, emotionally. um, Okay. So this is what I wish someone would have told me because, um, so like we kind of talked about, we're going to talk about, you know, um, postpartum anxiety and depression mm-hmm. and all that. But I honestly feel like mine started probably in pregnancy and I had no idea. I, mm. I, so I wish somebody had just told me to um, just pay attention to myself and how I'm feeling and, and not dismiss everything you know Ooh. pay attention yeah. to to what you're going through how you're feeling um and just be open to the idea that maybe that's not normal
0: mm mhm mhm
1: you know because i feel like for me I, there's there's a lot i i heard a lot where like oh you know a lot of people don't bond with their babies until after they're born and you know it takes a while and you know and some babies or some moms just like fall in love with their babies even before they're born, and you know none of that happened for me. I was mm-hmm. like, you, you know, it was just this little alien kicking around inside of me, um, <laughs> and, <laughs> and I, um, and I, I, I do think that you know that sort of disconnect mm. um, did not immediately resolve itself just because. He was out of me, you know. Yeah. And so I wish somebody had just told me that, you know, it's okay if you think something's not normal. Mm, hmm And so, and if you think it's not normal, maybe reach out to somebody. There's no harm in reaching out to somebody. Yeah. And there's, you know, there's a big taboo for in Asian culture about like talking to a therapist or something because, you know. Depression or or any sort of mental health is like not a thing, right? Yeah, yeah. So that that's kind of the the whole thing that I had, you know, was was going through my brain the whole time I was pregnant. I was like, I'm fine. I'm just, Mm. I'm I'm fine. Just kept telling myself that. Yeah. After he came out, clearly was not fine. So yeah, yeah. That's 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 basically what I would say. Just be open to the possibility that things are not normal be
0: honest
1: mm-hmm. Ooh, yes be honest with yourself yeah yeah yes
0: okay and then what is like the one item like pregnancy item that it was like you could not you could not fathom
1: being without um <laughs> uh, hmm. okay for me so I, I don't necessarily feel like I tried a whole bunch of different things. Mm-hmm. At some point I did have to get one of those like belly bands for like, because I'd get like tightening underneath the, um, the bump and that was uncomfortable. But you know, as far as like pregnancy things, uh, gosh, the thing that was the most annoying for me were my feet were always in pain. I always had like, uh, and so. As a result, like, the only thing that made my feet feel better was wearing my Birkenstocks. (laughs) Oh, Oh, okay. A good pair of shoes can sometimes make a big difference. Because, you know, all your ligaments are changing, all your joints, and everything's getting loose, and everything's spreading out. And on top of that, you're, like, heavier than you've ever been. Yeah, Like, my feet were in so much pain except for when I wore my Burks because they had that extra arch support and that was like my lifesaver. So yeah wow. <laughs> <With their> shoes
0: <laughs> I do remember like switching switching into a brand new pair of um, of sneakers for work
1: mm-hmm.
0: and like was shocked at like oh my goodness, like the support. And then every time now I wear my the, the sneakers that I had, while I was pregnant, there's like no support left in them because I was like so much I remembering now that you're like mentioning like how like how much heavier you get while you're pregnant. Mm -hmm. It's like, oh wow, I really was a lot heavier. Like I didn't even (laughs) fathom that my body could carry that much weight. And I was like, wow, like I'm really proud of myself. Yeah.
1: (laughs) I was like as heavy as my yeah, I was like as heavy as Kevin. Like Like, oh wow. <laughs> yeah. I'm pretty sure I'm maxed out at more than Ryan. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. The I shoes. For sure. Good shoes. At least for me personally. Man. Otherwise my my feet were in so much pain. <laughs> But maybe my maybe that was abnormal because you know my feet actually grew and now I'm like an eight eight and a half when I used to be seven seven and a half and my feet never went back to normal. So no, my feet didn't go back to normal either. <laughs> oh, I had to God. get away <laughs> all my heels. Yeah, no, my mom said the same for her too.
0: that her feet got bigger and didn't go back to the her original shoe size. My I swear my rib cage got bigger too. Oh really? Yeah. Um, And it didn't go back either because all of my old sports bras, like, I feel like I'm going to die. Like, I feel like I'm suffocating. Um, And I'm just like, oh, man, like, I like these. And now that I'm climbing again, I was like, oh, man, oh, no. (laughs) But I wore, I, I wore one, not to climbing, but like, just like around, like, around the house. And I got like the, I felt super like gross and nauseous and I looked it up and it was one of the things that can cause you to feel like heartburn or like whatever it was because it was like pushing down on like the upper part it's like the upper part of your digestive tract is housed around there too yeah and I was just like well really wow yeah Yeah, so (laughs) I didn't go figure (laughs) go figure so Things change. Your body changes ah, And sometimes
1: never goes back. <laughs> never go goes back. back. But it's fine.
0: <laughs> it's fine. It's fine. We, it's we need good. it. It's fine. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh. Baby needs it. It's fine. Yep. As long as my feet don't grow every single pregnancy. Can you imagine if... You know, I doubt that would happen, though. I, I, I feel like...
0: I don't think it should.
1: I hope not. If Ryan really wants three, I'm going to end up at like a size 10 and a half. And I'm only like 5'4", so that would look ridiculous.
0: (laughs) You'd be a whole bit (laughs) No. (laughs) I'm trying to... I mean, like... I think when you're pregnant, you're kind of just living the Hobbit life. Because you get second breakfast. <laughs> you get stir-crazy. I mean, yeah. Like, you get stir-crazy. You want to go on adventures. But you also want to stay home and be cozy. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah. You just want to sleep and eat. And, mm-hmm. yeah. That, that sounds pretty great, actually. Yeah. Hobbit pregnancy. <laughs> <laughs> when you were... So, when you were pregnant
0: what like when you're and you're saying like you had like what were what were the signs or what were the symptoms that you were feeling while pregnant
1: it it was mostly a lot of disinterest you know Mm -hmm. and even like in some things that like um that ryan would be really excited about i'd sort of feel like i was going through the motions Mm. it was stuff like uh when we when we bought Kai's first little baby onesie um like I was like oh yeah it's little clothes <laughs> um and Ryan was like oh this is so cute and then like a couple weeks later we painted an accent wall in his room and Ryan was like really excited about it and I was just like yeah whatever it's it's really hot to be doing this right now <laughs> and and you know every time like something that I feel like people would normally be really interested in or really excited about I would feel like I would sure I'd be just going through the motions of being excited about it hoping that I would actually feel that way and I don't know that I ever really did because I think kind of like what you're saying at the beginning where I feel like I was mourning what I realized was getting further and further away as Mm. I you know that was that was a big thing um, the first time I, or first or second time that I talked to my therapist, she noticed that I had a dog and I had a lot of guilt associated with, with her and not being able to do the things that we used to do together and, you know, mm-hmm. our bond and stuff. And so, it, you know, so there's a lot of mourning of what used to be
0: mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
1: or what I was going to be losing. Mm-hmm. And then that translated into full on PPD after he came and the, everything actually was gone. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The whole thing. And so, um, yeah.
0: Dang. That's something too. Like I think a lot of people don't realize like when you're talking about depression, like people assume depression is sadness, but it's numbness.
1: Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. Yeah, numbness. That's, that's a really good way to put it because that's kind of that's kind of how it was and I I just sort of thought that was normal. Mm. <laughs> like, oh, you know, some women are just don't feel that connected until till it's out, you know? And then, Yeah. Um that didn't really happen to me. <laughs> 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 you know, I was I I think you know, we'll we'll talk about birth and all that, but you know, it's it's all very emotional and all very yeah, um, you know, lots of hormones and, yeah. and sleep deprivation and all that, and so um, uh, there's like a lot going on in your your mind at that point. But I, I I feel like it took such a long time for me to get to the point where I. Like now I look at Kai and I, you know, if something were to happen to him, I feel like I'd die. Yeah. <laughs> you know? your,
0: your heart now is like, now you feel the heart walking out of your body.
1: Yes, exactly. Mm-hmm. And it took a long time to get to that point because of the PPD. And I'm fairly certain that that was, that had started even before he was out.
0: Yeah. And it's a thing too. Like I, I, I remember when I was searching up stuff for myself, like, seeing that, oh, no, you can have, like, it's, I think it's perinatal, perinatal mood yeah. disorder, what it's called, or something like that. Yeah, um, where it's not postpartum, and it's while you're pregnant. um, And it's a real thing that a lot of, a lot of mothers experience and, and not enough
1: people talk about it, especially having gone through all of this, you know, I kind of, wish that there wasn't so much like a taboo around even like doing things like IVF to conceive or like yeah um you know being excited about trying to get pregnant like that doesn't have to be a secret yeah you know and and I understand why why it is and and the pressure and you know especially when family's constantly doing stuff like asking you like okay so when are you gonna have Mm one and so you don't really want to talk about it but Honestly, a lot of feeling better and taking away some of like maybe the anxiety going into being a new mom or, you know, any of that would would either be lessened or maybe you'd be able to get help earlier. If just we were all more open to talking about these things that are happening to us that are happening to so many people and just it's all just kind of taboo for whatever reason mm-hmm. and um i for for me like i would have i'm sure i would have um if i had had somebody to talk to who could like pinpoint maybe you know, who knows yeah. <laughs> maybe it would have made a difference but maybe it would have and maybe i would have felt better sooner you know i don't know but i do think i've Looking back on it, I think I would have appreciated just talking more about that side of stuff. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and I do remember. So I did have a friend that I talked about talked to when Ryan and I were thinking about having a kid. We were mm-hmm. just like, um, "How do you know you're ready?" <laughs> you know, even just stuff like that. I feel like it's it's a hard topic. You know, yeah, to, talk to other people about and and um. I wish it was easier because I think that would help a lot of people, myself included. Yeah,
0: I think so, too. I think, too, people talking about it would also open up, like, the range of what it could look like. Mm-hmm. At least from my experience, that would have been helpful for me.
1: Yeah. Because I
0: didn't think anything was wrong until... I was realizing like oh wait it could also look like this like it could also manifest in this way like right um not not realizing um because yeah because I I didn't have all I had to look at was the very cookie cutter explanations of what anxiety was right um yeah. Until I, you know, until I was asking like the nurse that I was talking to,
1: and she's like, "Oh, yeah,
0: no, that doesn't sound good. Nope."
1: <laughs> I'm glad you brought it up to the nurse, though. Yeah, yeah. I'm glad I did too. <laughs>
0: and I, I think, I think I learned that lesson from getting my ADHD diagnosis because mm-hmm. then I was asking my, because the. Cause when I was asking my therapist, cause the quiz or not the quiz, like the diagnostic test yeah. that she was giving me, it's based on, it's based on adolescent males oh. <laughs> <laughs> because all of the research. So the majority of ADHD research was, was, ba- was done on, um, like white adolescent boys.
1: Well, that like, the... that's like the be updated.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And so when she was like, she asked, I remember there was mm-hmm. one question she asked me and my inner child was shook. She was like, So, um, as a child, did you ever have a hard time sitting still? Like, for example, would you run around the grocery store? <laughs> I was like, would I run around? Do you mean would I get beat by my mother? You
1: know?
0: <laughs> <laughs> like I could not, I could not do that. Dishonor, like <laughs> run around the grocery store. Are you Friggin kidding me yeah and so like when she asked that question I was like oh I guess I don't have ADHD then I never run around the grocery store <laughs> but then like my brain was like hold on and so I asked her I was like okay I wasn't allowed to run around I was like I could never just walk like next to the shopping cart I was always dancing next to the shopping cart like I was never just it was never just walking mm-hmm. yeah with my mom at the grocery store I was like Dancing, skipping, grabbing stuff off the like, you know, grabbing at things and looking at stuff, and she's
1: like, "Oh, that counts." I was like, "Oh "Oh." my gosh, okay." (laughs) Well, that would have been totally missed if you hadn't, like, yeah. If I hadn't said, like, could it look, could it possibly look like this?
0: Um, yeah. And so I I realized that. And so when they when they started asking questions about like, are you sleeping and all that, I was like, could it possibly look like this? She's like, yep, that counts. I was like, okay.
1: Wow. <laughs> then
0: no. <laughs> All right. So in closing, let's do some checkouts. Uh, Ariel, is there something that you're really enjoying right now?
1: Um, okay. I know Ryan and I are like super late on the boat right now. But um, there's a show called Acapulco. Oh. I don't know if you've heard of it. I have not. not- it's like this really cute... Like kind of a feel good. Um, uh, it, it's kind of a love story, kind of a you know um, a growing up, kind of a thing about this this young boy who grows up right in in Acapulco, and he's uh, trying to provide for his family, but also like enjoying the glitz and glamour of you know the resorts and stuff. And it's just it's funny, it's touching. It, I feel like touches on some like really um, like important issues with, with like families and I, I don't know. It's just a really, really great show. There's two seasons out now. I think the third one is coming out pretty soon. Last yeah. I heard, but if you haven't seen it and you need a new TV show to watch, Acapulco. So good. What's it, what's it on? Oh, geez. Let me look it up really quick. <laughs> okay.
0: Okay. Yeah, because you I'm I'm excited because every TV show you've recommended to me, I've gotten hooked on. And that is <laughs> rare because I have commitment issues when it comes to <laughs> TV. I just can never like I could like it and then I won't finish it. Like, but every like both um freaking what was it? Um only murders in the building.
1: Yeah. Love
0: obsessed so excited for the new season actually have kept up with it and then same thing with Ted Lasso like (laughs) obsessed also keeping up with it but then truly only murders in the building like it's rare for me to keep up with a show by myself yeah usually I keep up with it because Kevin and I watch it together and I've kept up with that dang show all on my own Because I love it so friggin' much. I
1: love it too. It's so good. It's <laughs> so like good. It makes me laugh. It makes me gasp. Like,
0: yeah. I am a Selena stan. Go Selena.
1: Yes. <laughs> it's so well done. Okay. Acapulco's on uh, Apple TV. Okay. Sweet. Sweet. But yeah. Check it out. It's, it's, oh. it's a cute feel-good kind of a show. But it's it's wonderful. Acapulco. All right. Mm -hmm. Is it like
0: is it like short episodes or is it like long episodes?
1: These are shorter episodes. (gasps) Bless. Yeah. So these are these like really easy watching. Really great. Just very entertaining. Um, Ryan and I definitely like binged a lot of it because we loved it so much. So yeah. Wow. Okay. Love it. Love that. Cool. How about you? What are you into right now? What am I into right now?
0: Okay, this truly so random. It's it's a it's this plastic holder for the applesauce yogurt pouches that Jace is obsessed with. Oh <laughs> it's like this little container that you stick the applesauce yogurt pouch in, and it has two little handles on the side, and he can sit there and finish it all by himself, and I don't have to worry about him squeezing it all over the place and getting oh it all over God. everything. That's it's, amazing. It's kind of amazing. Yeah. Where did you get it? On Amazon. I'll send you the link. I don't oh, know what yes. it's called exactly, but if you just mm. search a applesauce or, like, yogurt pouch holder,
1: oh. it'll show up. Oh, nice. Nice. Yes.
0: And I couldn't find it today and I gave him the applesauce or the yogurt pouch oh, no. without it like a <laughs> peasant. <laughs> oh no! I was like okay I was like where am I living in the stone age like okay here you go <laughs> hold it with your own hands <laughs> and then he got
1: yogurt everywhere it is a great time just so wow that sounds great <laughs> definitely yeah definitely send me the link because I, I I've been giving Kai these like they're called mama chia and they're like blackberry or raspberry flavor and they're like chia seeds and they're like really healthy, kind of good for you kind of stuff, but they're in a little pouch. Yeah. And I have to like hand feed it to him because it will end up absolutely everywhere. So that sounds amazing. <laughs>
0: yeah. They just he just like holds on the little handles, doesn't touch the pouch, just suctions the stuff out from the inside. It's great. It's a great time. <laughs> sounds sounds perfect we'll send we'll send all right well if you stuck with us through this whole episode thank you for listening and um yeah we will be we will be talking uh next about our experiences with what it sounds terrible that I'm like so showboaty like excited we're gonna be talking about our experiences <laughs> with postpartum anxiety and depression <laughs>
1: <laughs> well that that's that's how you approach it. Once you're like on the other side. <laughs> Ooh, bless.
0: Yes, yes. When yep. you are out of the forest, out of the fog, you can yep. look back and be like, what the, "Look at that view." <laughs> <laughs> and there, Simba.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Everything the light touches is your normal range of emotions. <laughs>
0: Dad, what's that in the distance? What's that in the shadow? That's postpartum anxiety. Don't go there. Oh my god! I don't know why. That's my Mufasa voice. It's terrible. (laughs) It's so
1: bad. Wow. (laughs) On that note, amazing. Um, uh, But yeah, all right, we're going to be talking about some some fun topics some ppd some ppa in the upcoming episodes but it'll be fun it'll be good yes yes end of the tunnel for everybody
0: there is there is a light at the end of the tunnel and there is a bowl of cut fruit waiting for you (laughs) always always